Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome back to another Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It is episode whoop, 170, not 160. <laughs> <laughs> 170. Oh, I forgot which month it was. November, Gavin. I know, November 1st. Man, hope everyone's having a, a great one. You guys didn't have too much fun trick-or-treating last night. Uh, I, one of my friends actually said we should all have a fog delay uh, after uh Halloween. I thought that's actually not a bad idea. So, <laughs> but some of us have to work. We don't get the the luxury of being teachers and everything else, right? But oh yeah, all the kids that are probably hyped up today at school. I didn't even think about the teachers. Yeah, well, it's just all the parents out, you know, late at night with the kids, and then they got to get up early and get them off to school. <laughs> but, yeah. I am happy to say that the giant bowl of candy that I was given out was barely touched by me, so that was a personal win for me. Yeah, it's it's pretty good one we actually had a lot less people but we went to 200 houses and one of them some of the kids actually worked so we're hoping to to get out and do more of that next year it'll be kind of fun nice. so get some scare some people that sounds like more fun right yeah nice well okay yeah well thanks for joining us i'm gavin pickin software developer for auto solutions and daniel garcia my co-host is also a senior developer for auto solutions so thanks for joining Hello. us Hello, it's been, I feel like it's been like a month since I've been on the podcast since the, it's been crazy. October is crazy for me, Gavin. It was. But, uh, so, uh, yeah, but October's over and now we're in November. So it'll be, ah, it's still going to be crazy, but hopefully it'd be better. So to start things off, hello and thank you for to everyone in the chat for joining us. I see Charlie, Anthony, Andrew, Zach, um, everyone else. If you haven't spoken up, Hello. Welcome. We appreciate you. And thank you to our sponsors, Order Solutions, the makers of Coldbox, Commandbox, Forgebox, Testbox, and all your favorite boxes out there. So a few ways to say thanks back to Ordis. So you can like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube. You can help Ordis reach for the stars by star and forking our repos. We actually have a, a Forgebox module that Eric put together for that. You can subscribe to our podcast on your podcast apps and leave us a review, hopefully a good one. Uh, you can sign up for a free or paid account on CFCast. We're releasing new content regularly. Um, we have a Box Life store. Uh, Christmas is coming. You can do some shopping. You can get a really cool order shirt like the one I'm wearing. This is actually my Coach Gavin shirt. This is on the Box Life store. We've got a bunch of other cool order swag up there as well. And you can also buy Ordis's books, 102 Cold Box HMVC Quick Tips and Tricks on Gumroad. Ah, yep. That's a lot. And of course, uh, the other way people are supporting us is through Patreon. So we've got some um, amazing Patreon supporters this week. <laughs> uh, we have uh, 42 patrons providing 100% of the funding for this podcast. And we also have 32% um, of the funding of our Forgebox. So all the AWS bills for Forgebox, giving you guys a lot of great hosting for our package management. Um, that's basically a third of the way they're funding as well. So that's pretty cool. Okay, so let's get into the news That's and announcements. Fun. Yeah, so um, for those of you that can see my shirt, 
uh, Hacktoberfest is over. So yesterday was the last day of Hacktoberfest for this month, or this year, sorry. So hopefully you guys got your pull requests in. If you did, you should be uh, getting those completed, and therefore uh, you can go and order your shirt. They should email you with that. Now, if you're a maintainer and you didn't get your pull requests in, um, it might have been too late. But if you see this today, uh, uh, November 1st, try and get your pull request done as soon as you can for those people. And then, uh, yeah, go order your shirt. They have a dark shirt and a light shirt. It's pretty cool designs, like most of them are. Um, but, yeah, it's a pretty cool event. And, yeah, we're glad we can support some people, and hopefully some people got some shirts out of it. So, did anyone in the chat uh, get theirs in? I got mine I in. I got mine in. Order my shirt. Everything. Cool. Okay. Well, moving on. So we got new releases and updates. So uh, nice. Yep. So we had a, a CB Wire version two point one point released. So the that was a release there by Grant. So he's got some changes. Uh, he said mostly bug fixes and also ability to create your UI templates directly within your CB Wire component using the on render method now. So. They've been making some pretty good changes in there. It's good to see. And so um, if you guys are using CB Wire, go check out the latest updates there. And Daniel's posting them in the chat as we go. So, I'm sorry. You miss like a few weeks. You forget what you're doing. Uh, you're you on time. You're good. So, yeah. And then uh, next yeah, so up, we have a, a reminder of what we missed last week, right? Yeah. So in case you missed it, Massa CMS version 7.3.9 was released. Um, it fixed some admin issues, replaced Orange with We Are North, and updated a file browser issue. Um, so go check that out. If you don't know what Massa is, that's the uh, the fork of what used to be Mura. Um, they made it still open source. Um, so yeah, go check them out. Yep. And the, the cool thing is, is that uh, they actually have quite a lot of other discussions in there too. So if you see the discussion links, which are in the show notes, I'll try and copy them real quick. They got some other things about previous versions and upcoming versions. And so there's lots of yep, cool stuff yeah. going on there. So we're trying to keep up with their stuff more. So we'll get more data out to you as we go. Yeah, absolutely. More apps and cool fusion, the better. I mean, obviously, Ordis has Content Box, which is an awesome CMS. But Mass is out there. It's an awesome CMS. We've got some other ones out there as well. Um, so yeah, lots to choose from. And that's a good thing for the community. Yep, for so sure. Keep it up, guys. Okay, so next up, we also remind you that the image extension 2.0 beta for uh, Lucy is out, and so you can check that out. That'll be bundled with the uh, Lucy 6, but also works with the 5.3 line, and they did some updates there. The big thing is really they're supporting the HEIC from Apple images, so you can get better images support there. So just in case you missed that. But next up, we have our webinars. We got lots of webinar stuff and use coming up. So you want to tell us... Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, so, hold on. This, this was last Friday. Yeah. Hold on a That's second. okay. I'll talk about it. No, I was actually, we had a link. It was meant to be in case you missed it, and there's a recording posted to it. So, Oh, I'll let you look for that while I talk about it. So uh, last Friday was a CF Hawaii uh, user group. It was uh, Mark Takata doing a presentation on Cold Fusion Builder for VS Code. Um, so we had that. He came on, talked about the uh, really it's a ton of content to try and squeeze into like a little over an hour. And I'm sure he wish he had a lot more time, but he did a really great job of just giving the overview, saying what it is, what it's doing, um, all sorts of cool stuff with that. Gavin's going to be posting the link to that recording. Yep. Uh, and you can check that out. 
I started watching something uh, this morning because I missed it the other day. Yeah, and I actually remembered for once that uh, oh, you know the the tune in and that was good. Okay, and then starting as a new initiative, starting in November and hopefully every month thereafter, the first Friday of the month, we're going to start having Ortis office hours. So this is a new initiative where some Ortusians will be on a Zoom call and answer whatever questions people have. Um, we're going to try to start this first one a little less structured, see how things develop, get it, develop. And for this first one, we've got Grant, Gavin, and myself scheduled. So the idea is if you're an artist, uh customer, uh, enthusiast, fan, really whoever, uh, it's a free event, obviously, for everybody. If you want to come in, um, if you have some questions about whatever you want, you know, preferably like Ortis products, but general web development is fine or even, you know, meaning of life. That's okay. We're good. Just we want to be able to have this way to reach out and and interact with with people so this first one is going to be november 4th at 11 a.m chicago time or cdt time sorry uh first friday of the month and we're going to go from there and i think gavin you posted the registration link so thank you yep. for doing that yep no problem and we're actually working on um getting something out there and i'm just getting the links for this too so it's not even in the show notes but we're creating an Audis calendar um, through Google. Oh, and yeah. so we've got a, a link here that you can just basically look for it. We're probably going to embed this somewhere. Um, but this calendar lets you see the events. As we put them out, we're going to put them on the calendar. And you can actually um, make it so you can actually just add this to your, uh, you know, add this to your calendar itself inside your Google calendar. And so I'm going to share that link here as well. So that's the embeddable link. The next one here helpful. is the other one. And so that way in your calendar, you'll just see those events. You can turn them on and off if you want to, you know, so. I'm going to add that to my calendar. So that's the integration one. This is the the other piece. So this is, you know, showing your calendar. And the cool thing is you don't need to add it to your calendar or anything else. It's just there if you want to, you know, see it, remind yourself that it's there, et cetera. So anyway, so those are a couple of items we're doing because we started to have trouble keeping track of everything, right? Especially when we get to Absolutely. conference season, so. But yeah, uh, after that, we have um, the Audis Software Craftsmanship Book Club, which is a Patreon only, but uh, we're going to be doing that Friday, November 11th. And after a bit of discussion, we're actually changing the time for this one to 2 p.m. Central or 12 Pacific. And that way we can actually capture a bigger range of people. So the, those in Australia, New Zealand, uh, all the way through to late night Central European time. So uh, the 2 p.m. Central for the Software Craftsmanship Book Club. And that's because uh, I've got quite a lot of people talking to me in those places. So uh, we're trying to get the Patreon uh, book club set up there. But we're going to be looking at Clean Code, the Handbook of Agile Software Craftsmanship by Robert Martin or Uncle Bob. So we're going to be monthly on this on Zoom, and we'll use the Audis Community Forum for Patreon to discuss the book. So if we share the link and you can't get into it because you're not a Patreon, then uh, sign up to become a Patreon, and you can do that. And then we'll also be rewriting the code from Java to CFML as we proceed through the book. So uh, that'll be up on uh, my GitHub, which will be available, so you'll see stuff as we get through that too. So we're hoping that... Uh, you know, we're, we're basically wanting to sit up there and just make it a more user-friendly resource for, for all those developers that are, you know, reading that book. So, okay. Um, oh, let me post links to the book. So if you want to get the book that Gavin's talking about, we're going to go ahead and paste that there and get it from Amazon. Or if you don't like to read, you just like to listen, 
we've got an audible link as well and the audible book is really cool it's not too long because a lot of it is code but they give you the pdf of the code that you need to review and so they do talk about the code they walk through it and then you have the pdf that you can download through audible so it's kind of cool i listened to it on the plane with scott um really liked it so excited for that so that's november the 11th that'll be the second friday of the month we'll do our book clubs and then third Friday of the month is our webinars. And so Daniel Garcia is going to be doing API testing with Postman. So you're going to be working with the REST template. Is that the idea? Is it a simple one that everybody can get to and look at? And then you'll get some testing yeah. set up there and show them how to get the JWT into it and, and work in. And I, I think this is going to be a great little workshop, you know, because obviously you've done this talk. Uh, at CF Summit, you've done it at that conference. You know, obviously, you know the stuff. People have seen it, but seeing someone use it, it's different. So I'm really excited to to have you do that one. I think that'll be a big one. Yeah, it'll be the uh, the Rust HMVC template. I use that for all my projects when I start working on APIs. So use that as a starting point. We we'll do some basic CB security. It actually, comes with it. Um, some basic CB security with that, and we will. Uh, uh, oops. Do you see that, Kevin? Yeah, someone's trying to post I'll interesting things. Yeah, well, Charlie, right. Charlie's jumped on it too. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Spammers. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, as you can kind of see, well, go ahead. So, yeah, that'll be uh, that day. Yep. And, then and so, as you, you can kind of see, what we're trying to do here is uh, more opportunities to reach out to the community. So, um, obviously, the, the office hours and the webinars are free for everybody. But then we also want to, you know, we love our Patreons and we want to have some nice, cool Patreon events. And so the book club's a new Patreon-only thing that we're doing. And then we're not doing it this month because of Thanksgiving, but other months we will be doing coding with the Kiwi. We've been doing that for the last few months. Yep, exactly. So You want to talk about what that is, Gavin? Yeah, I mean, basically it's like a live session. We jump in there and, uh, you know, get get a few people from the community. I see some people in here like Adam Cameron with Vild Bruin on there, you know, had yourself and Sam Knowlton, you know, just different people from the community talking about different things that they're more well known with, you know, everyone's got their area of expertise. And so it's just an opportunity to sort of meet and share ideas with different members of the community. And it's a Patreon group. So we have a nice open zoom room where everyone can jump on and ask questions. And it's very, you know, very, group feel and so it's much like a little workshop but we're just hacking away on an idea and it, you know it's just really nice and it's it's really good to, to sort of have that back and forth and you know like this thing is we don't want to just talk at you we want to talk with you for a lot of the stuff because you know as a community we want to come up with some conventions and best practices that we all can follow and that we all can improve from and we all benefit so so yeah, very collaborative you know yeah. you should get gavin you know who's awesome that you should get who Grant Copley. I am planning on it. So <laughs> yeah, me and Grant have been talking about doing a CB wire um, version of the little Quasar app. So we built a little API for it and then we sort of built it out in Quasar, which is the Vue.js framework. And it'd be really cool to have, uh, you know, basically, basically one of those, uh, sit-ups where, you know, you can compare Vue.js code versus CB wire. So if you want to keep everything cold fusion, do CB wire, you can see how it's done. And for me, I haven't done very much of it. So I'll be trying to fuddle my way through it and I'll have Grant on my shoulder helping me, you know, pair programming style and you guys can all laugh and heckle from the, from the crowd. So it'll be good. Oh, and I uh, saw Adam appreciate the flag, but he wants to know why I'm wearing Gavin's clothes. I am not wearing Gavin's clothes. Gavin's clothes would not fit me because I need bigger, but this is a, you weren't here at the top of the hour. This is the official Ordis Coach Gavin t-shirt. 
Gavin's got his own t-shirt line or his own t-shirt on the Ortis Box Life store. If you like this shirt, you can get it as well and show your support and love for Coach Gavin. Yep. Oh, you want me to, I'll look up the Box Life store and we can post that link. Great idea, Scott. Gavin's much too modest to promote himself, but the rest of us, not so much. We love Gavin. Yeah, that's what they say sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and part of the coach thing is, you know, getting on to them about different things we're doing and stuff. So it's uh, just, yeah, I just, I like to motivate and try and keep on top of people, you know, and try to, you know, some accountability and stuff. So that's one of the nicknames. So I'll, I'll take it. Next up, we actually have something from uh, from Charlie. So in case you guys missed it, it was a big episode last week on the uh, online CFML meetup or online Confusion meetup. Charlie had 300 episode, a look back in a new direction with Charlie Earhart. So it was kind of cool. He went back and it really showed us some stats of, you know, the, the different uh, number of sessions per year and the different topics and the different speakers and you know it's good to kind of see a good mix there's some old names on there I haven't seen for a while and you know it's kind of cool to see and you know we they kind of discussed some possible trends there uh and everything but at the end of it charlie uh basically talked about a new direction and how he's going to change things up and and we've been talking about this for a little bit you know and he's like i don't know if i want to do this i'm like you should charlie <laughs> like you've got tons of stuff to share why not share it so Charlie's going to be taking a more prominent step with the, the meetup. And, you know, he's obviously been running it for years and we just haven't had the number of speakers we used to have on it. And that's because people are busy and everything else. And I think they mentioned it's possibly because of social media and all these training programs. There's way more places to get video and there's way more places to talk to people. And so the online meetups just hasn't been as popular. But Charlie's going to take over and do more sessions, which I think everyone's going to love. And then, obviously, I've been doing a lot lately, and I want to try and keep that up too. So, um, you know, we'll talk to Charlie about maybe having a, you know, a schedule too, so we can sort of do, you know, once a month or something. I'll try and jump on there and, and do something, maybe a series or, or whatnot. I know a lot of people have been, uh, you know, asking for more API stuff, more testing stuff, and there's a lot of really modern things. If you watch the video, you'd be surprised at the number of sessions about certain modern things. And so it was a really good session to look and see the sort of the trends and everything. And of course, uh, congratulate Charlie for doing such a great job since he took over. So, and then if you guys do want to speak, he's always ha happy to have presentations. And he said there's like 50 times they had two sessions on the same day, even in the past. So it's it's kind of crazy but check out the recording um yeah it was it was a really good session to to watch and so thanks again charlie for all you do there and yeah i mean i think a lot of people will be watching charlie so let's keep him going absolutely and speaking of good sessions and the october webinar was you gavin step up your testing with gavin Pickin. um you went through some several test box things you showed off a new test box utils library that you made yeah. I saw a demo of it in Roadbox, and it was really cool. A lot of very useful helpers um, when you're doing your testing. Yep, exactly. I mean, Charlie, uh, I mean, sorry, <laughs> Scott and I actually uh, worked on that together, and you know, just keep building on top of it, and it was really oh, cool yeah. to show off. Uh, so, yeah, Scott helped with that, and other people are helping with ideas, and and so yeah, we're actually going to put up some issues on that. Um, on that soon and my next corner of the kiwi might be that one because it might be you know christmas time we probably don't want to harass grant so we might start his series in the new year but i'd like to get on there and like show us how show everybody how we built it how to use it and then also how to you know add more, more stuff into it like add more helpers and everything and i actually had a good conversation with adam cameron right after this, the podcast which i should have uh, 
recorded because the the conversation with him was a really good evidence. one too. And, well, yeah, evidence as well. But no, it was actually a really good, you know, conversation. I'm like, man, this could have been a coding with the Kiwi because we went through trying some stuff, talking some stuff through, and you know, just like really high level CFML stuff that, you know, I think everybody would could learn from. I've learned from my webinars when I'm, when they're done and you talk to someone afterwards, record that separately, and that could be its own content because it's great stuff. I had a great convos with with Kai one time and Phil another time. So anyway, it was great. Yeah. It, was, it was a lot of work. We already covered the CF Hawaii one. So next up, we actually had one from a few weeks ago, but I wanted just to share it real quick. Um, we have the recording from Ray Camden's uh, CFUG Tech Talk from the India Tech Group. And that was the Document Services API and you. And so we just, we got the link, so we're still sharing it. Although we've already reminded you a couple of times about that. So, so yeah. And then... The next big thing coming up is CF Summit Online. So you're like, wait a minute, we just had CF Summit. What's this? Well, what due to this? due to some uh, some legislation, I guess, some uh, new rules in Vegas, uh, basically recording the sessions or streaming those sessions at CF Summit was just cost prohibitive, ridiculously cost prohibitive. So uh, Adobe was not able to, to record those sessions. So they started uh, well, announcing today that the Cold Fusion Summit Online will begin soon where they'll be having the presenters offer their sessions again from CF Summit last month. They'll be live streamed and recorded since they couldn't do that in Vegas. And I think Charlie's one of the first ones up. So we should be seeing those pretty soon. And there's a, a blog post um, there where Charlie spelled it out. And then keep it on Twitter because I started to see things flying out of there. So that's really yeah. cool because there was a lot of good sessions there. So there were. I was actually too bad they couldn't record mine. I was that's probably one of my best sessions ever. I'm usually pretty critical of myself, but like for 45 minutes, I call lightning in a bottle. It was the best I've ever done. And that's because I, I was there front row watching. Really you were there, other people were there. Yeah, you had the whole room. Good. Yep, you were in the big room and you had it packed, and everybody was into it. You had your little uh salesperson uh persona on, and you were doing yeah. you know, the Oprah, was, like you get a t framework, you get a framework. <laughs> I, was, I was able yeah. to sell you this pen, it was great. I don't yeah. know if I could ever do that again, but well, we'll have to see live uh, in fun, a few weeks, maybe. Fun while it lasted. Yep. And so we also have the Adobe workshops and webinars coming up, right? And there was a couple of changes to that that we noticed last week live on the podcast. Oh, yeah. So we've got the different Adobe Cold Fusion workshops. We've got one on Wednesday, November 23rd. It's a new date and a new name. Uh, the Road to Fortuna with Mark Takata. This is Fortuna, I believe, is the code name for the next version of Cold Fusion. Yep. Um, presumably Cold Fusion 2023. I don't yep. want to speak out of turn, but we yep. um, got that. And then Thursday, December 22nd. Um, building native mobile applications with Adobe CF and Monaco IO again with Mark Takata. Yep. And so we got a couple of great ones coming up from Mark that keeping him busy, which is great. He's doing a great job as our evangelist. I say our evangelist because we're the community, but he's doing a great job as the evangelist and we appreciate what he does. Yep, for sure. There's a, a lot of good stuff going on. I mean, we need more people to step up and do the same thing and we can get things flowing again but uh yeah it's it's good to see and they always pump up their publicity before the the release and they said it's the first half of next year so i'm wondering when they'll actually drop it which means if it's next year it might be the you know it might be something where the public beta after the private beta you know like maybe the alpha is going to be coming out close towards the end of the year for those who are allowed to take it and then they'll do the public beta after that so anyway charlie mentioned uh they can't, you know, use a code word in the title, which makes sense because, you know, 
just in case it doesn't come out in 2023 for whatever crazy reason, yeah. then they're not looking silly. It's all Fortuna. It's not the name until it's the name. So, yep, exactly. But so I would expect 2023. Yep, that's what they're they're aiming for. We'll see what happens. Next up, CFCast update. So uh, CFCast is an online video tutorial library, and we have a lot of great content, some free, some paid, uh, and you can subscribe at cfcast.com. Um, recently, we just released the Autos webinar. So if you missed my webinar, the Step Up Your Testing webinar, that's available there up on CFCast, and that is available for free. So as long as you have a, a login, you can get in there um, free of charge and watch that. We have all the videos from ITB up there, but only for ITB ticket holders, but we're getting close. We will release them in December for all those uh, subscribers that have a paid account. Uh, we also did release the Forge Boss module of the week and the VS Code Hint Tip and Trick of the Week this week. So uh, yeah, a lot of good content. And then I have started you know, working on my Bossifying third-party library. Eric is working on his Coldbox Elixir stuff. We have more Forgebox and VS Code stuff coming your way too. And then uh, Daniel's going to be working on his Getting Started with Content Box series here soon as well. That's on the on the book. So we'll get that one out here, you know, as we go. We're, we're building up more and more content. So that might be, honestly, it might be December before I really get on that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I got some stuff going on, Gavin. Yeah. Oh. And I mean, during my off hours. Yeah, for sure. But, I know you're, you're busy with a, a lot of things, but I mean, Hopefully my series will be coming out here uh, through November and December. We got all the ITB videos coming out um, in December. And then I know Eric's working on the Callbox Elixir. So if you get yours ready for, for next year, uh, early January, that'll probably be good timing too. So that way we've got lots of content flowing. But yeah, lots of great stuff there. Check out the webinar. Uh, let me know. I'd like to to see what people think about that. And you know, hopefully that session inspires some people to to improve their testing and maybe contribute to that library because that way that way we all win. That's kind of the goal. Oh yeah, especially if you just copy paste copy paste code, Gavin. Well, it's not even that. Like just forge box install and then just put two lines in your application CSC and you've got a million matches. Well, not a million yet, but hopefully one day a million matches. No, I know, but the the copy paste the actual. Oh, the match themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you've got a custom matcher, you can just copy paste them into the the framework for sure. Mm -hmm. Very convenient. I feel like every time I start a new project, well, early on, Eric was like, "You should use this one and this one and this one." Yeah. And so every project, I've got Eric's custom matchers. And that's the thing. We've got these custom matches. We've got these little database transaction wrappers that wrap every transaction. So you can do an automatic uh, database uh, rollback and stuff. There's all mm -hmm. these little things we do and, you know, start copying stuff around. It's like that little, you know, once, yeah, okay, twice, yeah, and then three times, time three factor. So after 12, I'm like, okay, I really got to do it. <laughs> So. Well, it was funny. I was starting a project a while ago and I went to go do my testing. I'm like, wait, why is this working? Oh, I got to copy this stuff over from that project. That's why I just like, this should be part of the core. Yeah. I know why it's not, but they're very, very uh, handy. Yeah. I mean, and we could put this in the core, but it's one of those things I can set as a library and then we can migrate more and more to the core. That makes sense, mm -hmm. you know? So, but yeah. Okay. So next up, we have our conferences, Ooh. conferences and training. So uh, Deploy from DigitalOcean is going to be happening um, November 15th and 16th. And so I might share my screen for those watching. So Deploy. Um, ooh, that's right. I've got my, my plugin installed. So the add to calendar stuff keeps messing up here. <laughs> I should turn that off next time. I keep forgetting. But yeah, so... Um, it's register. It's free. It's two days. All about deploying in DigitalOcean. Lots of great stuff. It's free. I'll take two. Yep. 
it's a it's a cool cool conference and DigitalOcean's a great way to get started with the cloud stuff. Um, they've got great offerings. They've got, you know, Spaces, which is S3 compatible, but you don't have to worry about all the complexity of the permissions and everything of uh, AWS. So that'll be a gateway cloud. That'll be a really cool coding with the Kiwi someday, doing like a little intro to DigitalOcean. Yeah. I mean, there's so much we can do. Yep. And then up next, we finally have more information. And uh, I'll share my screen for those of you who can read Spanish. Uh, to the box the tam is coming your way so i guess i can probably push the translate here we'll go english so into the box december 7th 2022 web development conference <laughs> and then if we scroll down you'll see that we got some sessions in here so we got some sessions from edgardo esme john clausen luis mahano and then they've got some workshops as well so hmvc for dummies some cross-platform development with quasar and vue.js and then introduction to content box headless content. So uh, action packed day, lots of stuff. They might have a few more sessions still, but basically 8 a.m. to 5. And then it's going to be at the, is it the Hyatt, I think it was, I found? The Marriott, wait, no, Hyatt-centric. Yep, the Hyatt-centric. So yeah, if you go and reserve your quote, which the, the translations aren't the best sometimes, but you can see they've got ticket pricing from $9 US to $29 US. And so you can find out more information about it there. So I'm hoping to go to that one of these years. Yep. I know that they're, they're always trying to get more and more people from the team down and you've been learning your Spanish. You should be a, a shoe in for I that. Have been. So, I have been. We'll see. But it's, it's kind of funny because like John's been practicing his Spanish and he went down there a couple of times and he's like, they all want to practice their English on him. So he tries to speak Spanish <laughs> to them and they speak English to him. So it's, it's kind of fun, but yeah, a lot of people there don't know as much about Cold Fusion. They don't have the history, so they don't have that negative connotation that comes with Cold Fusion. So it's really refreshing, and we're excited about what we can do down there. And Audis is doing a lot in El Salvador. Uh, they're training kids in the orphanages now. There's an orphanage we support uh, as part of Audis, and so they actually got a computer lab set up, and they're starting to train them on CFML. It's pretty cool. You know, that should be one of our webinars too. Just, I don't know if people really realize all the cool things that, you know, we do out there to help people. And that might be a, yeah, Gavin, we'll talk about that. Maybe yeah. the December webinar, we just talk about all, you know, for the holiday season and yep, maybe we'll see. Maybe I say, I think just more, uh, I'm just thinking about having just a lunch with Gavin thing where everyone can just, anyone from the community come hang out for have lunch on a Friday and just chit chat about whatever. And if it turns into something cool, if it doesn't, it doesn't, but I really enjoy those, like just off the cuff conversations with people from the community. And, you know, like, I think that's kind of, kind of fun. So I yeah, might do something like that just on those off days. And part of me changing my time zones means that, on the days I'm not doing those special sessions, I might just do a lunch with me or I don't know. We're trying it out. We'll see what works. You know, if no one's coming to the different time, we might put it back. Cause I like having them all at the same time, but you know, there's a couple of people in Australia, New Zealand, that I've been working with a lot that they don't want to get up at 4am and I don't blame them, you know, getting up for cricket or golf at 4am is one thing, but you know, for me, no. <laughs> so what else do we have? Okay. Uh, UGS Amsterdam, 2023, February 9th and 10th. In well, in Amsterdam, it's the Vue.js conference. Um, call for papers is opened. 
Uh, so it's blind tickets. I don't know what that means. So blind means that you're basically you're buying your ticket before anything is being announced. No speakers, no sessions, no workshops. So you're completely okay. blind. And I think that's a better way of super early bird. So it's called a blind ticket. And then once they actually do have the tickets, and no, sorry, the sessions announced and everything, then it's an early bird. But the blind is because you really don't know what's going to be there. You're just on blind luck. I've never heard of that before. Is that like an industry term or is that just, I've heard it a couple of times, but I really like it. And I think we're going to start adopting it for into the box because we do do blind tickets too, but we call them super, super early birds or something. So super, super duper early birds for May. Yep. I mean like, yeah, uh, Div Nexus, which you can talk about next kind of has the, the super early bird stuff too, because, uh, yeah, they do. But, and, uh, in Atlanta, April 4th through 6th, 2023, Dev Nexus coming back again. Um, workshops be on Java, Java security, software design, agile, DevOps, Kubernetes, microservices, Spring, etc. Um, you can sign up now and choose a workshop later on. Um, historically, uh, Luis and Brad have presented at this conference. Um, I don't know if they're going to be yet. I think this call paper is still open for another couple of weeks. So, yeah, uh, so they better get their stuff in again. Yeah, they said it's a lot of fun. They meet a lot of cool people, and yeah. yeah. And Adobe's been there before. Fusion Reactor's been there. You know, like there's a lot of, a lot of good groups there. So um, DevNexus is pretty. Sounds like a lot of fun. I'm, I'm hoping to go there. But there's so many other good conferences coming up this way, and you know we're, we're moving. Uh, well, I should probably wait till I get to it. But conferences are moving around a bit. So yeah. Um, and plus, like there's some other ones like VJS Live is coming out too. So. Uh, VJS Live is going to be in London, so you could do in London, or you can do it online. So it's kind of nice to have that option. Um, and then one thing I like about it is that they have the early birds, but they also have all the recordings from previous years. And so that's something I need to start doing more. I'm going to start doing a Benadale, get up two hours early and do some work stuff before work, but do some work related, but not actual work. Because a lot of times I get on and start coding for work stuff and I'm like, oh, should have watched the video or should have done this or, you know, I listen to my podcast, but I want to actually like get more code. So I want to get more videos under my belt. So, but yeah, VJS Live looks really cool. Um, and again, it's in London or I'm online. Um, but yeah, go check out all the videos. You know, it's great to have those resources out there. And that's the thing, Charlie, everyone keeps putting their videos online. So before that, you couldn't do that. You know, when you went to a conference, they didn't record it. You had to do it on Charlie's to make it live forever. But now everyone records them. Makes it You're still doing it Charlie's. I know, but I'm just saying like, it's, you know, we have into the box videos, people aren't going to repeat them. But before in the old days at CF Objective, you'd have to go online to do it. So you do it later to, to get the recording because they didn't record in the sessions. True. You know? But I kind of figure you do your session in person and then you get all the great feedback about it. You might do Charlie's and improve your session with all the great feedback you got. Uh, that's what I like to do. And I've, I've done it a few times in the past. I know Brad's done it too. And some of the other speakers that it, you know present a lot, but it's just time, you know, a lot of people, it's just time, but I think it's worth it. I think it's a really good market. And for, if you want to reach more people called fusion, online cf meetup has what three thousand two hundred people in there um and you know it's people that you don't see at conferences it's people that don't travel for those things so i think it's a way to reach people you don't normally reach and that's part of the reason i, I want to do it because i want to get my word out to more people you know there's great stuff that Audis does that some of these people will never see unless i'm on the online it's called fusion meetup the charlie show just teasing charlie's not <laughs> and he says i don't want to make it the charlie show but i think people will be okay with that too 
but I got to I got to I'm sorry, Charlie. I got to get my stuff to you at some point and um also go on there. Yep. We all need to. It's it's okay. I think I think, I think everyone needs to just step up and, and do some. If everyone did one a year, I mean, it would make a big deal. I mean, like we've got 30 speakers at into the boss. We got, you know, 20, 30 speakers, different ones at CF Summit. We could just do one, one a year from each speaker and we would have plenty, plenty of great content. And it's yeah, easily available, you know. Yeah, we had talked about this for us as well, but I would love to see some sessions. Charlie, you can, you know, ask if, find some of these people like, you know, I'm so-and-so and this is how I work. And just, you know, how do they, uh, how do they work? How do they do what they do? And maybe they got awesome tips and tricks that you might be like, wow, that's a great idea. I should do that. Yep. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing. Charlie's just wanting people to speak. He's, he's been, as he, as he puts it, he's been pushing rope, but, uh, yeah, I mean, to keep meetup.com running, you know, he's paying for that. It's free for people to speak. It's free for everyone to attend. It's, you know, I mean, Charlie's paying for it as a service to the community, which is pretty cool. Um, but again, it's just great to have all that content out there. So I think the more people that speak the better it will be and it's good to see that the numbers of presentations are rising so you'll see that in the 300th episode but back to the other conferences sorry sidetracked into the box 2023 is coming up so uh, we will be doing the call for speakers starting this week we actually have a meeting tomorrow morning i believe about uh getting the the form up so we'll get this call for speaker form out there for you uh, may 17th 18th 19th it's all but done and, and signed just <laughs> contract negotiations always takes a bit of time but uh it's not official until it's signed on the dotted line Yep, 17th, 18th, 19th. So for Into the Box 2023, it's our 10th edition. We're going to make it special. We're going to do some fun stuff with Happy Box. It's not just going to be a, a dinner and music and, and a hangout. We're going to add a, you know, the Box Wars game show. We're going to have some hackathons. We're going to do a lot of cool stuff. So we're going to make it into more of a, a evening event. Bring your board games. We can do some board games like CF Objectives, Old Birds of a Feather. So we can play oh, some. Yeah. I played a cool game this, this weekend called Blood on the Clock Tower. It's one of the Kickstarter games. It was pretty fun. So maybe we could bust out a, a version of that or something. If you guys have ever played Mafia, it's just like Mafia, but way better. So. I still think we ought to do an Ordis Jam session, but the problem is getting people to bring their instruments with them is a little bit of a hassle. But yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, we probably make it happen. There's plenty of people that play music in the in the group and be kind of fun. So, But we could do that too, you know? After the mariachi, we could have the the CFML community band play. And then yeah, people yeah. some hackathon. I want to do some raspberry Pi craziness or something or build some stuff, win some prizes, but so into the box 10th edition is going to be great. Uh, it was great this year. Uh, it's only going to get better. Lots of ideas. If you got ideas, throw them our way and we'll see. And maybe Gavin, maybe if we do jam, we'll get you a tambourine or something. Oh, maybe. Hey, I got electric guitars and stuff. I just don't know how to play them yet. But uh, <laughs> I got an app for that now. I got an app for uh, piano, trumpet, all that stuff. All the kids are learning their stuff. So maybe I'll pick some it's stuff true. too. But uh, oh, I used to Charlie be. Charlie sings. Yeah, yeah, Charlie sings. I used to be pretty awesome on the, the drums on rock band back in the day. So yeah. I, could, I could rock out. But, okay, let's keep going. This is how we go over our, our hour. Yep. Because we. So CF Camp and those CF Camp for 2022, they're trying for summer 2023, and uh, I heard rumors they're still trying, so we'll get you some news as soon as we have something official there. I know that they're looking at it, um, but hopefully if it is summer 2023, then 
more people can go. I know that I'll be able to go because my wife is on vacation. She's a teacher, so she'll have time and we can finally make it to Italy where her family's from. So uh, I'm excited. Hopefully they can make that work. So uh, pencil in June, July. Uh, it's worth it. So see if camp is going to be awesome. And then uh, more conferences if you need more. Pumps.tech has plenty. Okay, wow, we had a lot of stuff there, and it's not even conference season, but we have tons of blogs, tweets, and videos of the week, but this was almost the Charlie show right here, because uh, Charlie and Ben have been busy, so the Ben show and the Charlie show. So you do the Charlie go. show, I'll do the Ben show? Sounds good. So the first one, uh, from Charlie from the Cold Fusion portal, you can join Adobe for a Cold Fusion Summit Online, where they're asking different presenters to represent what they did at Summit in Vegas. Um, so we're going to get the link out there. I think, Charlie, you're probably the first one, I thought, maybe, if not the first one, one of the first ones. But um, the idea is we're going to get uh, people that presented, do their same presentations online. They have a lot of great content. I'm looking forward to it. Um, presumably, Gavin, you and I will also be contacted, and we'll do ours online as well. We had fun, and hopefully you will enjoy it as well. Yep, for sure. Lots of good stuff there. A lot of good content at the conference, and it's good because I couldn't see all of it. You know, we're doing some booth stuff too. We had a lot of great people yeah. at the booth, so we didn't get to see all the sessions we wanted to see. But next up, we have one from Ben Adeli. She had a couple this morning. He's been busy today. Um, and so if we look at this one here, so this one is preventing unbounded full table scans in his Cold Fusion data access layer. So, so Ben always talks about his DAO, you know, so he separated that out, which is a good design property, which we'll talk about in the Clean Code Book Club. So come check that out. So basically, you know, he wants to make sure that he doesn't ever do full table scans, because if anybody knows, full table scans, bad, 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 bad. So basically, this is a structure of a database table uses Envision, and he's looking at something here. But one of the things he does, um, he tries to take a programmatic approach, uh, approach blah, excuse me, um, to, to look at some of these things and, and just see if a full table scan would happen or not. And if you guys use explain queries and, and stuff, you can sort of see some of that. But what he's doing here is he's actually looking to see if certain things exist, um, you know, certain keys exist or not. And the interesting thing is he goes through and just uses these snapshots here. And there was a part... I had to read it quickly before the show. Um, but basically, the throw an error to prevent any full table scans. And so basically, or deletes in this case. So basically, he has something which just checks to make sure that one of the keys is present. So if none of the keys or none of the indexes are present, which means that you're not going to be able to do like a non-full table scan, he basically handles it with you know, an error or whatnot. And so he's got some stuff in there that, and I like his little code here too he puts a debug in so when you actually see query in the logs you can see where it came from but basically he has a, a special little thing in there just to make sure that one of your fields are in there so it's kind of interesting yeah and yes he does use tag islands <laughs> but yeah so it was a you know it's one of those things where it's it's kind of a smart way you know because full table scans can just ruin your database and so if you have optional parameters you're passing through and stuff you want to check to make sure you have at least one of them or you're going to run into some fun so i thought that was kind of interesting but again i was trying to remember which was the the point there at the bottom that i was trying to find to show you guys so but so we can all share in adam's incredulity what is a tag island gavin oh a tag island uh, so in lucy 
if you're inside script, you can put, I think it's three. Let me double check again. Three little back ticks like you do normal code in, um, in, uh, was it like VS code and markdown and stuff. So if he's in a tag or is he's in script here. So in script, you put these little three back ticks and then inside of that, you can put tags and then they can do that in the side of script. You can, so you can put a CF script tag inside of this and then put another, uh, tag island when you put tags inside a script apparently you can go infinitely like recurses like crazy but it's one of those things that lucy allows you to do so if you're writing everything in script but you still like the query tag because you don't like query execute which i don't know anyway if you don't like that you can use a tag island and that's what ben's doing so interesting it's it's interesting i mean it's it's kind of nice for a couple things but now script syntax pretty good things like qb and quick and whatever means i wouldn't have to worry about that but it is what it is. Well, thank you for pointing that out, Adam. This is a cool feature that I'm going to start using every day now. Thanks, Adam. And I think Charlie just shared the the, the, I know. the blog post. Sarcasm. Yeah. Uh, he's sarcastic. I don't want Adam. I don't want a blog post from Adam on me. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah. Charlie's like, I don't think, uh, I'm not clear if Adobe will <laughs> ever adopt it. I'm like, I'll be surprised if they did for sure, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm going to hide that comment from Adam because it's not kind. <laughs> so I love you too, Adam. <laughs> there's another one uh, from Ben about CF cookies expires. You can use the create time span in Cold Fusion. Um, so he's been working with cookies and he's got a couple of others we'll talk about later. Um, basically, the CF cookie tag accepts a number of days and it expires. And then he sees that I think time spans. So he wants to see if he can create a time span and basically use it in the cookies uh, expires. And it turns out you can. And so. You have a now, you've got one, or you got to create time span or create time span in minutes. And guess what would be really great for this? See of interval, a tag, I just uh, a little library. We just, me and Scott <laughs> created a little while ago. So you could actually do this uh, in a much easier, more friendly way. Well, actually, I don't know if we'd convert it to a time span in ColdFusion or not, but anyways, because I think this works because uh, a time span creates something based on a one being a day. So if you do 1.5, that's like one, you know, 12 hours, one day in 12 hours. So I think it only works probably because it's a number of days and time spans create a number of days. So I'm thinking that's why it works, but I wonder if it actually takes a real time span for real reasons, or if it just converts it to that, that percentage. And that's why it works. But anyway, you can use time spans in your cookies, which might be kind of nice. Especially if you want to, you know, expire it in like 60 seconds or something silly. Interesting. So what's up next? Okay. Uh, the Charlie, back to the Charlie show. Um, there was a post about solving the failed signature verification when downloading CF updates while using Java 11.0.17 or later. Um, so it talks about if you're on that and you try to update, you might get some errors. Um, error occurred while installing the update, failed signature verification. Um, so if you go to that post and really it links over to his other post, which I'll put in here as well. Kind of talks about you got some workarounds if you want to get around it. You could either um, update it so that Java does not treat the SHA-1 signatures inappropriate, or just switch back to an earlier version of Java, do all your updates and switch it back, or just manually put in the uh, jar and upgrade that way. So we've got some options. Um, presumably Adobe's working on a fix for it, but if you get this issue and you are stuck, Charlie's got your back like always. Yep, for sure. And it says the issue is on the download of the update from within the CF admin. So, so yeah, I, I linked to Charlie's 
blog post there as well. So yeah, you can I, I think we have that in the list as well. So we'll be double posting, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yep. Next up, we have another one from Ben. Um, so this is looking at how cookies and domains interact with Cold Fusion. And so basically, he was looking about leading dots in his previous post. And so now he talks about how cookies uh, work. You know, basically, I don't know if you've ever messed with cookies, but they're kind of annoying. They're they're weird, and uh, you got to do some interesting things. So he works through it, looking at different you know different formats here for subdomains and and everything else. And so he works through some examples, and this stuff is. It always bites me. I always have to basically do something like this when I'm doing it to remember how everything works. So, and so based on the response, he says that, you know, basically any domain that is currently represented in the URL. So, a dot is a, you know, because it's the suffix of b dot, but d dot does not work because it's not represented in there. So, this is based on a c dot b dot a domain. So, in other words, any child will work, but any parent Sorry, yeah, any any parent would work, but no child. So you can't be more specific, you know, you get less specific. So that's why a lot of people just do like a.com. That way every subdomain works and all the cookies can be shared between everything. So, mm. but yeah. Yeah, it's a nice way of, if you got several subdomains, we want to have the same cookies shared across the subdomains, posting it to the parent domain is also a neat little way of doing that. Yep, exactly. But you can be more specific with this as long as they're, you know, uh, basically a higher or lower domain, I guess. What do you call that? The, I don't know. I've forgotten the name Sub for, yeah, subdomains. Domain. Subdomain. Yeah. Top-level domain versus subdomain. Yeah, something like that. It's a Tuesday. My brain's all... A Tuesday. All worded out. Well, the well, this will get you excited, Gavin. Ooh. So a post from yesterday from Charlie, special offered upgrade to Cold Fusion 2021 from 2016 or earlier, saving thousands of dollars. Uh, basically, if you're running CF 2016 or earlier, you've got a chance to get some nice savings from Integral, the people that make Fusion Reactor, some of our favorite tools. Um, we're going to go ahead and post the link where Charlie goes into it and what you can do to save. So basically, those uh, Cold Fusion 9 licenses that everybody has suddenly got more valuable. <laughs> <laughs> true that's right it's yeah. like how much can you sell that on ebay get the legit license and the, upgrade the, the funny thing is we actually had we were migrating some stuff from one server to another and we needed an old cf9 for this client a few years back and people were charging the same as they were for the 2021 version from standard because oh, everybody really? wanted the old versions and they're like harder to get and you can't get one off adobe if you really need an old one but still it was it was pretty funny that it <laughs> Yeah, I was like, uh, I'd pay a hundred bucks for it or two hundred, but I'm not going to pay a thousand or two thousand bucks for a license. Sorry, guys. So, but oh, next up, we have one from James Moberg about an undocumented change to uh, Cold Fusion 2021 CFML head and CF content. Uh, so he's got a whole bunch of unit tests that he has created for Adobe. So basically, he's created all these unit tests to make sure that they don't have regressions because. <laughs> We can't get access to their tests, which they have 40,000 of them or something, but James started keeping track of his own, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so anyway, the CFHTML head works uh, definitely with CF content now. And so if you're having some issues, and we actually ran into some weird thing with CFHTTP the other day too, but that was a Lucy thing. But these changes, man, they can bite you pretty suddenly. So, so with version five, he discovered that the head buffer is cleared whenever performing CF content. So the CF head itself, CFML head, seems to disappear when you do that, which 
guess that makes sense. If you're doing CF content, you wouldn't want the head stuff to be re-injected into it. I don't know, but I mean, if it's different, that's different. Um, so basically, the the previous versions would can basically retain the header buffer, and then at the end it would spit it out. But CF twenty twenty one, it seems to clear it. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, if you're using that, or if you run into an issue, that might be the explanation for it. So as usual, James really thorough. Thanks again, James, for that. So you was someone other than Ben and uh, Charlie, but we're back to Ben now. <laughs> so one more blog post, and this is the I think the first one in his cookie cookie rant. So we'll call him the Cookie Monster this week. So leading dots on the HTTP cookie domains ignored. So he's been using cookies forever, but didn't realize that the dots were ignored, which I didn't think I realized that either. I always thought that if you had a dot, it meant that you could do subdomains too. But if you had local dot, it was just local. But obviously the last blog post he just walked through, that wasn't the case, right? So so that's interesting. I wonder if that's an engine-specific thing or if that's just a across-the-board confusion thing. Yeah, well. Does he say which version he's using? Interesting. No domain is not equal to the full domain. Huh. Yeah, like I said, the cookie stuff, it always bites me. I always have to go and be, you know, be pedantic. Okay. Well, the good news is I'm looking at the page and there's no tag islands, so (laughs) Adam won't be chuffed on this one. Yep, so if you exclude the domain, then it's implicitly provided without the subdomain. So if you don't have a domain, it just text the main domain without the subdomain. That's the default. That's what Mozilla says. Okay. Well, we've had our Cookie Monster lesson for the week. What's up next? Okay, so um, I don't know if I used that word correctly. I said Adam won't be chuffed. Will be, I don't know. I, I shouldn't use slang if I don't know what that really means. So I'm going to move on. From <laughs> Grant Copley, uh, CBYR version 2.1 was released. Um, this was last week. CB wire, go check it out. We've talked about this many times, um, the new version. And uh, go check it out. We'll get the link out there. And hopefully he'll be on one of the Kiwi sessions one of these months, and you'll see some really cool things. Yeah, I mean, I know that people don't like doing JavaScript inside of ColdFusion anymore, and there's so many cool JavaScript libraries. But, I mean, the LiveWire stuff that they're doing, and CBWire is you know implementing the LiveWire specifications, essentially, having a CFC that has a data method and a computed property method and then have the on render. It's very much like the new view stuff, you know, it's, and if you use tag islands, then you're not doing, um, JSX, you know? So, (laughs) 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 man, I feel like Adam is the bear today and we just keep poking him. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. He's a friendly bear. Most of the time he just sounds grumpy, you know, he's pretty cool. So even even Tim on the Working Code podcast went to England uh, and met with Adam and stuff, and he's like, man, he's like the nicest guy ever. He's like, how can he be a hater if he's this nice? <laughs> but, uh, oh, you know what? I've got to find another link before this show's over because there's some fun stuff I want to share. Because uh, the Working Code podcast, which I should have made a news announcement. I'll have to 
do that properly, but they just had their 100th episode. And so for the 100th episode, they decided to do a Hot Ones episode. So they basically had all these hot peppers. So Sean Oden, who was at ITB, uh, helped cook up some of these hot peppers. And um, and Tim Cunningham, was a who's a spice aficionado, uh, oh ran the session. So they did, you know, ask me anything while they're eating hot sauce and Benadel's a, a mild guy. Like he, he's so excited when he found out he could order like hot wings without any sauce. <laughs> that was like I one of the life changing moments. And then he agreed to do the, the hot ones challenge. And it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. So I, they'll be releasing that on YouTube here. It's pretty soon, but I watched it live and had a great time. So we will definitely nice. share that when it comes out, but congratulations to them for a hundred episodes. Okay. Nice. Back to the Ben show. So for this one, let's see. Sorry, I uh, lost my little window. I don't have enough windows. <laughs> let's get a piece of the link. Yep. So the database column for data update has no semantic meaning, nor should it. Um, so this is talking about how you know they've got these, you got these columns. A lot of them are audit table columns, and um, we're sort of trying to improve our auditing uh, conventions we have some orders under the coding conventions but basically a lot of times we'll have these these tables and the table will have this uh, updated at and you use a you know timestamp or a now or whatever time it's updated and if you create it you can have the created one which created at which would just change the first time you do it and so one of the things here is he wanted to basically say that this should be used for computer purposes only, not for human readable stuff. It should never be showed to the user, never be in the widget. And if you're using like a mementifier with quick, you should probably add that to the never show because most times it makes no sense because as he says here, it's like, you don't have any meaning for it. Something was updated. What was updated? You don't know what was updated. What was it? Or who updated it or why? Yeah, exactly. So it may have been updated really recently, but maybe it was just, you know, some little job that ran and updated that it was updated, but it didn't actually change anything, you know. So there's lots of things. It doesn't have any real meaning. Uh, you should probably add your own columns for specific things or add a proper audit log if you want to show more detail. And I think in the comments, which is a great place to look, um, people say that sometimes we use it for an admin side. And so sometimes, uh, like James was talking about that. I think they started a conversation on Twitter, though, about how the best way to do it is to have, uh, you know, certain fields and then audit logs and you know and i actually started an audit table conversation last week too about it because it's nice to know what changed when it changed who changed it uh if there was any reason for it and then you know there's different ways to model that too so that should be one of the coding with the kiwi how to set up a good audit log system so that would be a handy actually that'd be a pretty handy module just to plug it in and say have it auto just whatever yep i mean I have a few different ways. Yeah, well, no, it's one of those things though. It's like we've all re- we've all created it. I mean, every one of us has created some type of audit log or, or a note system. We've all done the same thing for so many different things. Like me and Scott were talking about this, uh, you know, advanced reports module, and we've all built reports. We've all built the ability to customize them. A lot of us built like scheduling. So if you customize it, you save it a special custom report. You could choose settings. So hey, email me this every this report every Monday or whatever, you know, stuff like that. There's uh, different things. And Adam's talking about an observer pattern and logbox handler. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe. I, I mean, I think that's a good part, but having specific structures and, you know, there's just, we're reinventing the wheel so many times. Like if as a community, we can come together and create a couple of nice, like, 
basically design pattern based implementations of these and we can reuse them you know like yeah we don't need to reinvent the wheel as much as we do and 2023 so i'm on a big kick for all of the stuff and that's where my little coding sessions come in handy because then i can talk to everybody like if i can get adam and charlie and and you know james moberg and you know kai and a few other people like really experienced software developers and anyone else who wants to come you know get everyone's input thanks like, kevin <laughs> well i'm just saying like you just grab a bunch of like smart people that have got all different experiences and different you know different apps and stuff like there's some big lessons that can be learned and we can put them together but yeah i mean i already bug you all the time with stuff and we already har harass other people in orders but even then i'm sure everybody else has their own stuff but I know. I think more of that will really help too. You know, that's one thing with Laravel. Everyone loves Laravel, the framework, because they've got things for everything. Like, you know, it's like Coldbox, but Coldbox is missing certain things. That's why we keep adding more and more modules, and half of them we steal from Laravel because they're really good ideas, and they've thought them out and planned them out, and that's sort of the way they do it. Yeah, speaking, I was pretty amused, I don't know, a few weeks ago. I was Googling something, I was on a site, and there was an error, and I saw the whoops error template. I'm like, oh, they use Coldbox. Oh, they don't. <laughs> they use the Laravel. But because we modeled our whoops after theirs, it was just kind of funny to to me. Yep, exactly. So I think okay. there's a lot of things we can learn. So. All right, so rounding out the blogs, we'll finish up with the Charlie Show from last week, uh, an upcoming Adobe webinar on previewing of CF 2023, codename Fortuna, um, the date and title change. Um, they announced some weeks ago two upcoming webinars on a preview um and yeah the just, session has changed yeah they um, switched the two sessions around and they changed the name so instead of saying a preview of cold fusion 2023 they said a road to fortuna so yeah so we had not kind of announced those earlier but there's yep. the article also reinforcing that yep okay Next up, find a job. So up on the CFML jobs website, there's 143 positions available at the look of it, right? Wow. A lot of job opportunities over the last few months. So what's new this week, Daniel? So we've got a full-time senior software engineer at Cofusion at Delhi, India. That was posted on the 28th. And we'll have you go ahead and post a link to that. We've also got other online jobs at lightning-newyork.breezy.hr. Um, and as always, you can go to Ordis is hiring. Um, go to orisolutions.com about us careers. There's also job channels in the CFML Slack team and the Box Slack team where people post different opportunities. So check all those out. Yep, a lot of good stuff in there. So we'll share those right now. Sorry, I'm a little behind because I was sharing my screen too. But uh, we're it's really good to see so many jobs opportunities out there. I know a lot of people are struggling to find work and some people are struggling to find people. So hopefully we can put the two groups together and everybody be happy. Don't worry. Okay. So next up we have our Forgebox module of the week. And so this one is actually one from our friend, Matthew Clemente. And this is something I've never heard of, but it goes along with my, uh, little session I started last week about how AI is taking over the world because Dialpad CFC um, is basically a wrapper for the Dialpad API and they use it to interact with Dialpad call and contact center platforms to make calls, send SMS and manage your account and more. But the interesting thing is if you go to the Dialpad API, if it's not too slow to get there, they've got a, a bunch of cool stuff and they've got the Postman tool right there, which is nice. But this is apparently API powered. So 
when I click on this to go back to the main dial pad, no, I have to just read the description off my show notes because I can't get to it from there. It's all the developer stuff. But Dialpad has experienced the future of AI in the workplace. With built-in speech recognition and natural language processing, Dialpad AI is completely changing the way the world works. So unless I got the wrong place, it looks like a, it should be pretty good. So it's, uh, it's going to be kind of cool to use the natural language stuff. I know that with uh, chatbots and stuff, they're getting better with that. So it'll be kind of cool when that stuff all takes off. So, but that is L. Forgebox module of the week, Dialpad CFC, and he does mention it's an early stage API wrapper and doesn't cover the entire API yet. So feel free to use the issue tracker tracker to report bugs or suggest improvements. Would he'd greatly appreciate the input and help. Nice. So next up, we have VS Code hint tip and trick of the week, and this one we've mentioned uh, like eighteen months ago, maybe a little more, um, but that was when it was in beta. And now you can actually start using GitHub Copilot for your code. And so uh, there's quite a lot of stuff in here. Um, there's actions, packages, there's a lot of cool stuff. But in the Copilot piece, it's, it's really is doing some cool stuff. And when I was working with Scott and uh, even doing stuff with Adam, like you can basically type out a bit of code and it'll guess pretty good on a lot of the stuff. Now, it does read from all these different languages. It doesn't have as much cold fusion in, in the GitHub library to read from, but the more I use it, the smarter it gets and it's getting pretty cool. So like you'll see, just put in a comment here and then start the function and it can figure out a lot of the other pieces. So it actually reads the, 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 the comments and that's actually how it gets the intent of your code. And then a lot of the times it'll guess pretty good code and I just need to tweak a little bit of it. And I was t showing somebody some stuff yesterday. They're like, what keeps doing that? How are you doing that? And it's basically GitHub Copilot was filling in the gaps. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty neat. And when you start typing, it gives you like a tab option. So if you tab, it'll complete it. Otherwise, you just keep typing and it'll disappear or push escape and it'll go away. You know, but it's it just has some pretty cool options. And yeah, sometimes it gives you some really nice flavors. And it's VS Code extension, but you can use it elsewhere as well. Um, but it's really pretty cool. I mean... And of course it supports all your languages. So when I'm working in Vue and JavaScript, man, it's really cool. It really does just do what you need it to do. So it helped me a lot with that, especially with the linter turned on and everything. It knows what you're using. Uh, it does some cool stuff, but you know, it's, it's not the best code ever, you know, but it's getting better and better and better. And a lot of it is just suggesting, but basically 26% of the code that it generates, people will actually accept. So. And Charlie, yes, I am saying it is helping with cold fusion. So sometimes it'll spit out some really useful cold fusion, and sometimes it'll think it's like Java almost, and it'll spit out like a Java version of it. So you can take the verbosity out, and it kind of works. But a lot of times it'll guess function names that may not, may not be there because it's not quite the language that it thinks. But it is trying to guess from you know just the comments and everything. So I've been using it. I actually do like it. It's it's interesting, but the free trial. You know, after I think today is the free trial is over, so I guess I'm paying for the first month. But uh, yeah, and, and Adam says in his experience, it confuses CF script for JavaScript about eighty percent of the time. So, but, but Gavin, does it support Tag Islands? Um, it'll probably get really confused with Tag Islands, but maybe I'll think it's JSX and it'll be fine. <laughs> there we go. So cool. But, oh. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, are you done with the? 
Yep, I'm going to just turn it over. So that's LVS Code Hint Tip Trick of the Week. Go check it out. You can get a free trial for a couple of weeks. It's pretty neat. So go try it. Put some more CFML code in there, and it will get better for everybody. Cool. Um, I just want to do a quick correction. Thank you, Charlie. Um, it's actually, we were talking about the online job postings. Um, the other link was in Lighting, New York. I guess there is no Lightning, New York. So my bad. I did not read that. But we do have the link out there in the show notes if you go do that and check it out. And you can check them out. So thank you for uh, keeping us correct. I appreciate it. No problem. So, okay, now we're up to the, the Patreon support. This is where we thank all of our Patreon supporters. And up until the end of the year, and this is a new thing, Daniel, up to the end of the year, we're going to be reading all the names of all our Patreon supporters. After the new year, I think we're going to have to cut it back because we've got so many uh, supporters now. There is meant to be a level in Patreon that your name is read on the podcast. And so you'll definitely get your name read if you're at that level or above. And I don't remember what it is yet. But uh, until the end of the year, we're definitely going to read all the names. So, but because because of them we're actually able to do things like command box forge box cold box test box and all the other boxes as well as do our package management with command box and forge box and like i said the funding supports this podcast in its entirety and it also helps to pay some of the aws bills for our package management too and you can support us up on patreon.com slash order solutions and remember there are perks there are perks for doing this and so not only are you saying thank you to us we're giving you a thanks for saying thanks to us so if you're a bronze package and up, you get a Forgebox Pro account, you get a CFCast subscription as a perk. And if you have uh, any Patreon level, you will get the profile badge on the community website. You'll have access to that private forum access on that community website too, as well as a private channel on the Box Team Slack. And then you also have live access to streams that we're doing, like Coding with the Kiwi and Friends and the Autos Software Craftsmanship Book Club. So there's some cool things there, and we're trying to do more and more for our Patreons. And you guys will find out a little earlier about certain things. You will get discounts on certain things. So there's a lot of things we're trying to do for you as Patreons. So hopefully you think it's worthwhile. And get out to the community.autosolutions.com um, you know, site and check that out, because there is stuff there for non-Patreons too. A lot of good stuff on that community site. But do you want to try and mispronounce the names for us all? I will, but really quick. Adam posted a code snippet. Um, this is probably a personal preference, but I'm missing a semicolon, Adam. But I appreciate the uh, appreciate the uh, shout out. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> uh, Patreons. We love our Patreons. So here we go. Uh, John Wilson at Sonatrax. Jordan Clark. Gary Knight. Mario Rodriguez. Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Codd, Jonathan Parrott, Jeffrey McGee with Sunstar Media, Dean Maunder, Nolan Irk, Abdul Rahim, Will De Bruin, Joseph Lamery, Don Bellamy, Jan Yannick, Lakshmi Tertahadi, Brian Giudinelli, um, with Hagerty Motorsports Reg, Carl Von Stetten, Jeremy Adams, Didier Lesnicki, Matthew Clemente, Daniel Garcia, Scott Steinbeck with Agri Tracking Systems, Ben Nadell, Richard Herbert, Brett DeLine, Kai Koenig, Charlie Earhart, Jason Diger, Sean Oden, Matthew Darby, Ross Phillips, Edgar Cabezas, Patrick Flynn, Stephanie Bongi, Kevin Wright, John Wish, Peter Amiri, Kayvon Vanis, and John Nessum, who I met at Summit, and it was great meeting you, John. So thank you for signing up and supporting us. Um, as always, you can see a list of up-to-date list of all our sponsors on the Order Solutions website, um, ordersolutions.com, about us slash sponsors. Okay, well, thank you very much for that. Thanks, everybody, to Patreon. And just so you know, it uh, doesn't look like um, 
your tag islands work in try cf so if anybody wants to try it i didn't try that you want to share your screen and see if adam's code works oh we know it's end of the day no it doesn't work but it's okay i can share real quick too so but yeah i put it in there and uh, it doesn't work so local screen so we have this and you click run code undefined tag cf output on line four and i think that's mainly because uh try see if does some work to wrap stuff before it sends it off so yeah maybe if adam would have started with the test first before the code you would have <laughs> caught that <laughs> no it's yeah poke, poke. It, it'd probably work in just a normal page but yeah so i thought that was funny just to, to finish off the day but uh anyway thanks everybody for joining us thanks to everybody in the chat we really appreciate appreciate all of you coming in here yeah keeping us up and heckling where needed but uh, a lot of great content coming your way a lot of great stuff out there and remember if you have any news jobs or anything else you want to share let us know and if you post stuff up on twitter make sure you add the cfml or the cold fusion tags hashtags and that way we'll find it uh, if there's any sites we're missing from our list, let us know. We'll add their RCS feeds to our email, and uh, we'll keep you up to date. Yeah. But, Don't forget, office hours this Friday, 11 a.m. Chicago time. Yep, so go check that out. And then <laughs> Adam's like Mastodon. Well, which Mastodon, Adam? There's a million different ones. Everyone's going to Mastodon, but they're migrating to different servers, so you can't find people. So which one is. are you going to? Mastodon's a Twitter clone, but it's a decentralized one. And so, therefore, mm. you have to, like, go sign up to a particular server. So, I think Mastodon.social was just the big one. Um, yeah. So, I'll have to start signing up to 500 different Mastodon places and following those tweets. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, you can just add your feed. So, anyway. But uh, it's good times. So, thanks, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll catch you later. Thanks, everyone. Bye, everyone. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Bluetree Audio.